0: Welcome back to ultra chill this week we have a guest from a new game called revenge that is deploying on ultra through our partners at polyland nicholas is the head of partnerships there and he's here to talk about long-term engagement with users nfts and interoperability let's get to it Welcome Nicholas, thanks for coming on to the show. Hey Ramy, nice to meet you. Can you tell us a little bit
1: about Polyland? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Polyland is a web-free gaming studio. We are developing two things: uh, metaverse on one side, and on the other side, an ecosystem of games.
0: And how how are Polyland really thinking about a metaverse? Because like you, you you're saying, that, you know, you guys are building a metaverse of games. What does that actually mean? Uh, it,
1: it means that we we think the actual platforms um, are not attracting a lot of gamers and a lot of people because of a lack of gameplay and a lack of narrative. So what we intend to do there uh, is to build an ecosystem of games. Uh, the first game is uh, Revenge. Uh, the name is Revenge. In this Revenge, you have three different games, like Call of Duty, uh, a zombie deathmatch match, and Battle Royale. And what, what we want to do is uh, to release this first game to um, uh, prove that we are uh, building games focusing on the gameplay to, in June, uh, release the Metaverse, which is more brand focused but we are not integrating brands who are gamifying them in this whole ecosystem. So that's what we do. Um, that's what we have in mind. We want to 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 really put the gameplay um, of you know in the center of the project.
0: And maybe you can tell us a little bit about the actual gameplay of Revenge, like how does it how does it leverage blockchain technology? How do people play it? How's it going to work?
1: So you play it from your computer, it's built on Unreal Engine 5, uh, so you have to download something um it's on it's on blockchain because you will be able to use uh, nft so your weapons are nft accessories are nft for example we have we have designed a few weapons for for um blue chips projects uh, like you know alpha groups or or atari or this kind of stuff and it will be nfts you will also earn the kind of uh, the token uh, while killing zombie on you know when you reach the seventh wave you have you know reach the break even point and you start earning a bit of money because it's not ponziomics um but uh, it's sustainable and you will earn a bit of money and uh, it's a you know fps so classic call of duty or counter strike uh, uh, game
0: interesting and of course we're talking because you guys are deploying on ultra of course
1: yeah for sure for sure we will be there for the launch of your platform guys
0: which is real soon guys real soon I'd like to ask you about how you think polyland can build long-term engagement with users you know both within the web 3 space but also targeting mainstream gainers who may or may not be interested in core concepts like you know digital ownership
1: yeah I I think the the main uh issue right now with uh retention um uh is about you know the gameplay and the narrative. Um and it's also about funny tricks. Um and we are doing these kind of things. We are integrating um Pong IP, so Atari IP, do the, the zombie mod, you will be able to play on an arcade game console between two waves of zombie a pong party. So that's fun. And we want to do this kind of integration, you know, it's, it's our concept of the metaverse and of the web free gaming. It's, you know, something that brands, but also community will help us to create. So it's a collaborating concept. Um, So they will have fun by playing it because of this kind of, you know, tricks of integration, they will also come and, and, um, and, you know, build with us. That's the goal of revenge um the gamers will be able to build the second game to choose the environment choose the weapons if they of course uh, are holders of our NFTs but they will have access to the DAO and have a real uh, uh, impact on this and um uh, yeah i think uh, i think uh, that's the main point to you know have retention with the gamers
0: so so actually let's let's ask Kind of like a bold question here. Do you think NFTs matter to gamers?
1: I think, yeah, um, NFT matters to gamers because we are speaking about uh, ownerships uh, and communities. And gamers are all um, part of a community and some of them want the ownership of their asset. You know, I've been playing all of for years. And uh, when I quit, I was not able to, you know, uh, sell anything uh, to, you know, get something from the time I, I spent on the platform. So right now i think they are looking for this kind of ownership this digital ownership that will make them able you know to gain not to gain a, a million because we it's we are done with this kind of project you know with Ponziomics, et etc but we they will have you know they, they, they will they will play and own and that's what really matters here
0: what makes nft interoperability a game changer you know both for gamers and for developers Like if we're talking about migrating nfts from one game to another or from one ecosystem to another like how does that impact them
1: um i think like interoperability interoperability sorry is a bridge between platforms so you will have to be interoperable to share your community and to receive community from you know your partners um for developers it's something super important because It allows us to extend the visibility of our assets and of our IPs, you know, in other integrated worlds. So that's, you know, something super impactful and powerful in in the space. Um, And also, I think that for the creators and for the gamers, it allows them to sell, uh, to create, because, for example, in Polyland, you will be able to create, uh, you know, through a, a creator tool assets, NFT, that will be useful into the game. And these yeah, assets could be also usable in the other world. So it's, you know, um, make their um, uh, potential clients and potential uh, buyers way more uh, significant than if, if it was just, you know, something uh, close on the, uh, yeah, yeah closed world.
0: Like really what we're talking about here is like meaningful flexibility. Exactly. So last bonus question for today before I let you go why do you think that France has such a robust community of developers focused on blockchain technology cuz like you guys are in Paris so you're in Paris and I know you know there's a big chunk of ultra that's from France and I, I, I like, I'm wondering whether there's a pattern here.
1: You know, I, I come from the, the corporate world. Uh, last uh, one year ago, more than one year ago, I, I quit, I left the private equity sector. Uh, I was working at TQ Capital, you know, private equity firm to to join the, the way Free space. And I'm not the only one, um, a lot of talents, um, you know, that has finished school, uh, high school, um, are, are getting into the space. Why? Because I think that, you know, uh, big firms like Binance uh, 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 or others have have choice chose uh, France as a destination for their conferences, but also for the headquarters. Uh, and I think it it has you know put something in mind of uh, the new generation uh, that is looking, I think, for a new lifestyle, more digital, uh, and more you know. Um, uh, focus on this new tech uh, that could be life changers.
0: Nicolas, I wanted to thank you for your time and for your expertise. And of course, for thanks for deploying your awesome software onto Ultra's platform.
1: Thanks a lot, Remy. Thanks for, 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 for your time too.